This episode of Comic Book Junto is brought to you by Bear Fruit, a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning beliefs into creative action and inspiring others to do the same. Head over to bearfruit.com, that's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com, and sign up for our newsletter. While you're there, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, a weekly conversation series hosted by me, Octavius A. Newman, featuring various guests telling their origin story. Don't forget to grab some merch from our online store. As a reward for being a loyal Comic Book Junto listener, use promo code CBJ to get 10% off your next order. Bear fruit. Believe. Create. Inspire. Now let's start the show. Yeah. Wait, are we recording right now? Yeah? Is it on? Yeah. Is it all right? <laughs> I missed it. Hello! And welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 20. I am your host, Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creator of Bear Fruit. And with me, letting me know when we're recording, and me not paying attention, but still picking up the fumble and heading to the end zone, Adam Jaworski Tatteris. Jaworski. Ron Jaworski. Like the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Why? Why Ron Jaworski, though? Why, 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 why not? Uh, hey, everybody. We're so happy to have you <laughs> on our officially sanctioned NFL podcast. We, thank you so much uh, for joining us on uh, Football Junto. Yeah. <laughs> We're thrilled yeah. to have you with us. Yeah, this is going to be a great intro to the show. <laughs> I can tell. Like, listen. <laughs> I'm 20 years old. I'm almost, I'm with 20 episodes old. Yeah. You know, almost able to drink without getting arrested. Can't yeah. tell me nothing. Yeah. I, no, no. A 20, I feel like 20 year old sentiment is that, like, hey, it's your turn. And he just looks up casually, like, oh, you're talking to me? Yeah. Is this me? you, me? Me? Oh, me? It's me? Okay. We're, we're, we're two decades now. Yeah. Huh? Or we're 20 episodes. Well, yeah. 20 yeah. weeks. I mean, that's one way of saying it. I like to say two decades. Yeah, but I mean, think about the fact that we've said we're going to do something every week, and we've shown up every week at least not, twenty times, it, plus it, all the one shots. Yeah, yeah, so more than more than once a week. Uh huh. So you know, we're coming up on coming up on uh, half a half a year. Yeah. So this is big. Yeah, it is. I overheard you talking to someone else earlier, and that person said, "Did you do?" An episode earlier this week, mm-hmm. and and you said, "Yeah, we did a uh, we did a review of Civil War." Right. Like I was like, "Did you? Does that mean you're doing two episodes this week?" You're like, "Yeah, we're double shipping. That's yeah. what we're doing. Yeah, that's that's what they say that that they call in the comic book industry double shipping. We're double shipping. Mm-hmm. That is the kind of value that we're providing to the people. That's what we're trying to do. Uh huh. That's what's important. I feel good about our contribution. Yeah. To the creative economy. Yeah. I mean." We all know that everybody was waiting for us to tell them what they that what we thought about <laughs> Captain America Civil War. And we delivered. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So I was happy hearing to be back a, here again. A lot of the stars from that movie hit me up. Okay. Mm. First of all, Chris Evans, yeah. it's late at night. And I know that you're on the West Coast, it's late at night yeah. over here. And you can't be hitting me up and saying, where's the review? Home training. I'm busy. Home training. I'm busy. You know what I mean? I was watching Batman v Superman, the director's cut, and you're blowing up my phone. Wow. You got an early early release? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Zach Snyder, he lets me call him Zach. Okay. Yeah, Zach hit me up. He said, hey, where is 
The one shot for Civil War. By the way, here is my uh, six-hour-long director's cut of Batman v Superman. Show me some areas where I can cut it down. Yeah. Try to break it down. Two and a half hours. Where's the origin story of Martha. Which one? Not going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Not going to tell you. Yeah. You have to wait for the Blu-ray. It's really incredible. A lot of dream sequences, and she shoots a lot of people with guns. Are you going to? <laughs> are you going to actually watch the the three-hour version? No. Adam, no. Just do it, man. No. I'm not. Lean into it. (laughs) Just lean into it. I did. I gave gave that project all I could give. And I think I've, I think I'm done. Like at the end of this, (laughs) I can't. You you owe it to the people. Okay. Hold up. You owe it to the internet. Have you ever watched something and said, oh, that was not, that was not a very good movie. I didn't, I didn't care for that. Mm-hmm. And then you found yourself watching it a second time and then feeling differently about it. Mm, I can't put my finger on a time specifically. No, I'm sure I have. Yeah. I know I've done that with music. Yeah. Where I've heard something the first time. Like that's how I felt about views, views from the six. The first time I heard views from the six, I was like, or views, not views from the six. Yeah. I was just like, what is this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. It was like 20 tracks of what? What yeah. is this? You know? But it grew on me over time. And I was like, oh, okay. But I had to kind of adjust my palate yeah. to what it was because it wasn't what I expected, mm-hmm. but what I got wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I had to, once I adjusted, I was like, oh, this is a good song. This is a good song. And that's what you might have to do, Adam. You had to adjust your palate. Fair point. It, that's a fair point. Mm-hmm. I might have to adjust my palate to be able to understand what it is because going into the movie the first time I had an idea of what I was going to see. Yeah. And I saw something else and then I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I came to a decision on how I felt about it. But my thing is like, mm-hmm. I, I put time into that. I sat with you and talked about it. Yep. I more than a casual amount yeah. of time spent on that movie. Yeah. So given the opportunity to do that again, I would say pass unless mm-hmm. something radically different is what makes it to the Blu-ray. Yeah. Which is also possible. It could be edited differently. Yeah. I remember... Do you remember the, the, the movie Kingdom of Heaven? I think uh, Orlando Bloom was in that. Kingdom of uh, Heaven. This I, was this was years ago. It was I, one of those, I, didn't, like, I don't think I've seen that. Historical epics uh, when Troy was really big mm-hmm. and, and uh, there, were, there were a lot of studios cashing in on that. Like, we're going to make a historical epic. Right. I watched Kingdom of Heaven in the theater... I walked out, did not care for that movie. Mm -hmm. And when it was released in DVD, it was edited totally differently and won a ton of awards for how brilliant it was. Hmm. The theater version radically different from the version that was released uh, on DVD. If something like that happens, I will come back to Batman V Superman and I will look at it with fresh eyes. I promise. You might just have to watch it with 4DX. I have to put... <laughs> you might have to watch the, the three-hour version of 4DX uh, so you can really get into it. I have to put Spider-Man's goggles on. <laughs> so you like can, from Civil War, the spider goggles. Right. Uh, and, and just So you can focus. Just so I can focus mm-hmm. on that movie. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. So that's enough of a movie we've already talked about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's talk about what we came here to talk about. Let's talk about a little bit of news. Well, first of all, happy Brown Bag Day. Happy Brown Bag happy Day Happy new to comic you. book day to you, Adam. Mm-hmm. Happy new comic book. Happy Brown Bag Day to you, Internet. Mm-hmm. We love you. We appreciate you guys for coming and listening to us. Um, 
Let's get into some news. Yeah, uh, right up at the top. I, w- I want to start with something that we we found out about last week, in fact, which is the new Power Rangers movie, mm-hmm. which it, I, I'm excited about. I was just talking about Power Rangers, the, the Power Rangers movie from way back when, yeah, yeah, yeah. when I was relating to the way that I felt watching Civil War mm-hmm. to the last time that I felt that giddy watching a movie. The, a new Power Rangers movie is coming out, and we have a a shot of what the suits look like. Right. You peep this, right? Yes. What do you think? Um, when I looked at them, I was like, okay, updated them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they, they still, they, they maintain the core like assembly. Yeah. Of the Power Ranger suit. Yeah. 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 I mean, but it looks like a drawing. So, I mean, I really didn't feel any one way in particular, either way. It was just like, all right, cool. I see what you guys are doing. You're making yeah. them a little bit more, metallic looking and yes. they're not spandex which makes sense to me because it's 2016 you yeah. know what i mean we've yeah. come, we've come a ways so it's like you know what i mean it's different now yep like so when you look at batman suit and iron man and you know what i'm saying like even black panther suit and like all these different suits that are out there right now are we going to put these guys right right back in the same dusty spandex suits that they had from years ago so yeah, I guess not, not mad. It looks like no cloth at all in the suit. It, it looks like it's primarily metal. It reminds me a whole lot of the Giver. Did you ever watch the Giver way back? The Giver, I think, was in the early 90s. And the Giver was sort of a Power Ranger looking super dude who fought monsters. Do you remember that? Yeah, Is that Ring Silver Face. Yeah, yeah, Silverface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah, along yeah. the same lines as Rangers, except rated R. It was like for adults, that sort of thing. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the, these suits remind me of the Giver. And a a friend on Twitter had had triggered that memory for me and posted a picture of the Giver and the picture of the Power Ranger suits. And they look really similar. And now, you know, we've seen what Rita looks like. Elizabeth mm-hmm. Banks has mm-hmm. her own mm-hmm. uh, a a different Rita. It, I don't know. It just looks edgy modern i guess i'm not moved either way yet like i haven't seen enough i haven't seen the move again like we talked about this with danny Rand. i want to see a move we want to see movement you know what i mean like seeing a a a drawing because that's what it looks like is it looks looks like art and do we know if this is officially the costume or is this kind of like hey this is just some stuff we're passing out there no i i think i think this is the official costume and i think it's even more than just art. I believe those are tangible suits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like not CG. I think those are the suits. Well, I know they, I know a lot of people on the internet are pissed. Oh, really? You didn't know that? That's surprising. You ruined me. my childhood. Like the same kind of situation going on again. I'm, I am. I- admittedly, I'm a little surprised because the suits retain a lot of the Power Ranger feel. They have that face. People going to find something mouth. to complain about, man. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, but I'm, I can't I know come some up. People are I'm not angry. moved in any way to complain that much, though. Like you know, I I look at those suits and I think, okay, just like what you said, mm-hmm. I have to see more. Yeah, I cannot render a decision one yeah. way or another. It's okay to it's okay to not have a not have a an opinion. Yeah. Um. So that's what I got. <laughs> great, 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 <laughs> great, good, good. Moving on. New Voltron trailer. Yes. Looking good. Yes, looking it is. anime-ish. Yeah. Looking uh looking good. Yeah. You know? I mean, same kind of situation. You see a picture, it's like, okay, 
Voltron's coming. You see some movement. You see some action. You're like, oh, yeah. I like the fact that they kept it looking anime. Yeah, same. You know, they kept they kept that kind of Japanese, almost like chibi. Not chibi, but you know. Yeah, it has the anime aesthetic. The characters are anime. It, mm-hmm. I don't know what the studio is. I don't know that's yeah. producing this. But it looks good. It looks fantastic. And it comes out June 10th. Are you going to watch it? I'm absolutely going to watch it. And the thing that I'll be thinking about is going back and watching the old Voltron series mm-hmm. so I can compare and contrast. So I really enjoy watching old anime Voltron I'm a big fan of one called Galaxy Express. Galaxy Express was really, really cool. And I like that old anime aesthetic a whole lot. I didn't know I was watching anime as a category until I got older. Like I didn't know that Voltron was anime. You know what I mean? It was just cartoons. It was just cartoons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh Um, what was something else that would be considered anime? From Sailor Moon. Day? Did you watch Sailor Moon? I, it, I did. Sailor Moon was always something that I would skip. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like honestly, you know what I mean? Like, at that time, that wasn't something that really like, piqued my interest. Uh-huh. It made me go, I'm going to watch this. I mean, I'm sure I've seen something before, yeah. but it's probably like nothing else is on. Yeah. So I'm not really watching it. It's just on. I couldn't tell you any of the plots. I couldn't tell you any of the characters other than Sailor Moon. I couldn't tell you anything that happened to anybody. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything about that. Oh, what about... Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. I got in Dragon Ball late. Okay. Um, and all I remember is Kakarot. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I, I've watched a, a fair share of Dragon Ball Z. But again, you know, like it was just cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, I was really big on Akira. I mean, I remember we would I don't watch Akira till I was grown. Oh yeah, like, well, like a full adult. Maybe better to do it that way because when I first watched Akira, I had no idea what the hell was going. on. I still didn't know what was going on when I watched Akira. <laughs> That's bad. At the end totally of Akira, bad. I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> what was that? Tatsuo, like Canada. It looked beautiful. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like the way the one thing that I really respected about anime that stood out to me was movement. The way they showed speed. It's very fluid. The way they showed, you know, like power and the way they showed, you know, like, like violence in the way you could tell something hit something hard and they would speed up and go really slow, like all that kind of stuff I love. So the motorcycle chase scenes and all that stuff, it was like, so when I watched it as an adult, I was like, wow. It looks terrific. This is, I see where, if this is the standard, if this is where... It all came from. Yeah. I see. Because this is beautiful. I have no clue what the heck is going on. (laughs) At the end of this movie, I'm confused. Yeah. But, you know, it's beautiful. In in fairness, the the movie is interesting because the movie is... Uh, so this is all based on a manga, like mm-hmm. a Japanese comic series. It's based on a manga. The the Akira manga is six gigantic books. Yeah, I heard. Six gigantic books. I've seen them in the comic shop. They're super cool. They're gorgeous. You read them? Uh, yeah, I've read all them. All of them? All of them cover to cover. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I really enjoy Akira a lot. And the movie is, if I mean, it's effectively... Just the first book and a bunch of other stuff scattered in there, too. Oh, so that's just the end of the movie is just the beginning. Basically, yeah. So we got five more books worth of information I don't know. Yeah, and they jumble a lot of stuff, so they pull from certain books. Like, ah, we'll just borrow some of these elements and mm-hmm. pull it in in a weird timeline. Mm-hmm. But the, 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 the comics are really robust. There is so much stuff that did not make it into the movie. 
But the movie is awesome. The movie is really iconic. Mm -hmm. I loved that when I was a kid. I remember trading VHS tapes with a lot of boys in school. You traded tapes? Yeah, we traded tapes. I never traded tapes. I didn't even think about that. You trade tapes, and uh, I had a tape that had two tape decks, VCR that had two tape decks. You would dub it. Yeah. And And so like, oh, you have these episodes of Dragon Ball Z that I haven't seen. So I'm going to copy your John. And I have this movie called Metropolis. And I'll give that to you. It's about the black and white joint. Not the not the Fritz Lang black and white one, but an anime. We would do this with anime all the time. Mm-hmm. They made an anime of Fritz Lang's Metropolis. It is so goddamn cool, and uh, that that's a later one. That's from like the early two thousands. I was still trading tapes in two thousand. <laughs> I was just like a habit of mine. I was just have tons of tapes, and then you would like label them and relabel them and erase them and be like, yeah, well, anybody ever this thing? Anybody ever tape over something that you really cared about? Yeah. How angry are you? Not, I was not thrilled. Yeah. Yeah. I was not thrilled. Also had that happen one time where I lent a tape out and somebody was like, this is a Spice Girls concert. You said you were going to give me the, the, the imperfect cell saga. From they gave Jack you a Spice Girls concert. No, I gave them. Oh, <laughs> they're like, yo, for this, on, this, on purpose or by mistake? By mistake. It's nah, I had a label on purpose. Badly. Internet was like, yo, internet Adam was like, yeah, yeah, I got that. <laughs> Did you watch it though? It's good though, right? Did you watch it? Did you get in a fist fight over it? Yeah, I watched it. But there was no DBZ. Right. And it was cool. (laughs) I mean, but it's not what I that was the point. They slayed. But I wanted to see Goku slay. (laughs) Right. Why did you do that? Oh man. So anyway, that's that's my background with VHF's tapes and anime. And that's what the internet wanted. Yeah. They wanted oh, Ninja Scroll. We we could do a whole episode about just anime. I'd have to catch up to you because you're way ahead of me on it. No, anime. we could there's a lot of stuff that's worth watching now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And sometimes I think Wait, you know, is Ninja Scroll the super, super violent one that was on Netflix a while ago? Yeah, yeah. I have seen Ninja Scroll. Yeah. And it disturbingly violent. Oh, it's wild. It's, yeah. yeah. Didn't somebody get their arms clean, torn off? Yeah. And, just, and it's like a, a fountain. Like, yeah, <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. I remember seeing that one and I was just like, yeah, I some wild don't stuff. know how to respond to this. It's good stuff. I Sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm not intact with anime anymore. I don't know what's cool. In fact, listeners, Comic Book Junto listeners right now, please, if you were listening to this and you know what is like yeah, worth help us out. watching as far as anime goes, tweet at us about that. Because I feel like I'm not in tune mm-hmm. with what's out right mm-hmm. now, what's cool right now. I know there are certain things that Attack people on like. Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan people That's, like. I'm into that. I haven't seen that yet. And One Punch Man I've heard is pretty One cool. One Punch Man is pretty I funny. haven't seen that yet. So if, if, you, if someone can give me a little curated list, like, yo, watch these. And this is what is representative of modern anime. Please hit me up. Right. Because so, right now I'm living in Ninja Scroll. Yeah. So the same way that, you know, if someone was new to comics and they were going, hey, I'm new to comics. Where do I start? And you'd probably go, well, what do you like? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, where do we start if we want to, like, what's the list of stuff you have to have read? Like, what's the Dark Knight Returns of anime? Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, what's yeah. the stuff like... You know the current uh, Black Panther, which we're reading right now. That's right. You know what I mean, like, what what do I have to read right now that I should get into uh-huh. or watch right now, or what do I have to know from like check out from the past? 
I would love that list, and I will I will bring that into the show. I'll, I'll stay updated and let people know. Word. But right now, I'm living in like 1998. I need to update. Yeah, for sure. So moving on, tell us about this Justice League news. Yeah, Justice League has uh they've they've added. Well, I should say the Justice League themselves. Not them, but DC and the production team that's put, bringing the Justice League to the movies. Uh, they've added Ben Affleck as an executive producer on the film. What's that mean in layman's terms? What does that mean in layman's terms? The executive producer. You know what? That's a really great question in terms of what uh, uh, that person's responsibilities are in contrast to other people. But my sense is, and, and my interpretation is, the executive producer is the person who says yay or nay this makes it to the film or this does not i like these ideas or i'm not into them i am the final word on how this works let me tell you what google says an executive producer is the head producer who oversees the creation of a film television show radio broadcast music album or theater performance an executive producer usually works for a production company but may work independently so at the end of the day they're diddy Supervisor. Yeah, we're on top of everything. They're Diddy, they're Quincy Jones, yeah. they're Dr. Dre. And maybe not necessarily the same creative control as a director, mm-hmm. but the person who is looking at that work and saying, mm, okay, thumbs up or thumbs down. Right. They, they're the final say. Yeah. So that's pretty big for Ben Affleck to, to jump in there. Um, isn't that what Kevin Feige does? Or, or no, 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 no. Who's the dude who did Iron Man 1? Uh, oh, damn it. F- Favreau. Yeah, yeah, John Favreau. Isn't he? Yeah. Isn't he the executive producer for like, um, uh, the Marvel, um, Infinity War one and two or something like that? Is he signed on as the executive? For, he is. He is. In fact, yeah. yeah, he's the executive producer for Infinity War Part One and Part Two. Yeah, he's been executive producer for a lot of stuff. Actually, I think. yeah, it, it seems Marvel. that way. And you know what? I really think he 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 kind of earned that role from doing Iron Man. Yeah. And they're like, okay, you you are bringing us into a totally new territory. Mm-hmm. You are going to be our our eyes and ears, yeah, uh, for the rest of it. So, how you feel about Ben Affleck taking that role in the DC verse? I don't know how to feel yet. Uh, the I, I liked I liked Ben Affleck's movie Argo, mm-hmm. and like the town. I liked the town. The Argo and the town were both terrific thrillers. Right. Argo, the town, Geely, terrific thrillers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Geely, that last one especially, thrilling. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's not true, Internet. No. That's a joke. No, 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 no. Geely was not thrilling. Not not a thrilling film. Absolutely not. But yeah. I so I know his I'm familiar with his work as far as that genre goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When he's being brought into a giant franchise with with DC's IP, I'm I don't know. I don't know how that changes things. Mm -hmm. It's not the same kind of story now. You have to protect certain characters. You have to do things with certain characters. There are expectations. Going into the movie The Town, I have no idea what to think. I'm just ready for a brand new original story, Mm -hmm. which is dope. But but does Young Metro trust them is the question. (laughs) What do you think? Do you think Young Metro trusts uh, Ben Affleck as executive producer? I don't think Young Metro really trusts a whole lot of people, but as who far as, does Young Metro trust? That's what we're trying to figure out. Internet, you're supposed to be telling us what's going on with this guy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I do think that um, people have feel, felt a certain kind of way with what Zack Snyder's been doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it would be cool to see 
um, what Ben Affleck could do. Cause I mean, the last few projects that Ben Affleck has been a part of have been fantastic. Yeah. You know, him yes. directing, him acting, you know, uh, what was the thing he was just in? Um, well, uh, prior to being Batman, you mean? Right. That last movie, there was like the, another thriller where he was, um, dating that woman. Man, uh, okay. Just, look, I'm, I'm going to look this up and we're going to find out whether or not this was even worth my time. Because I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, the point of it is... Oh, Goodwill Hunting. No, that's not it, Adam. Oh, yeah, okay. What are you talking about? Let me just... uh, Let me keep (laughs) The last movie was before... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Smoking Aces. All right, all right. Anyway. Jersey Girl. No, stop it. (laughs) No, wait. What you're talking about is Gone Girl. Gone Girl. And Gone Girl was great. Gone Girl was really good. Point being, he did really, really well in that, is what I'm saying. That's all I'm trying to say. That's right. So I think it would be cool to see another take on someone kind of guiding this. Because, I mean, from what we're understanding, from what the internet's saying, because we don't know what's true or not true, but the internet is saying that, he was pretty frustrated with the way Batman v Superman was received. <laughs> I mean, he would have to be, right? Like, you, you, regardless of what I think about this movie, you put work into this movie, you put time into this movie, you talk the talk that he, I mean, he, he was, he was telling people that it was going to be better than daredevil. And I believe it was, uh, I don't, but All that's right. just me. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Adam. Yeah. Now you're just saying whatever you want to say. Yeah, sure. No, yeah. Adam, you think that this movie was not better than daredevil. I would rather watch daredevil. And the reason I would rather watch daredevil guy, is because man. daredevil was so uh, like this guy hilariously bad. It was almost goofy. It was like the kind of bad that you can enjoy watching and be like, really? That Adam, was stupid. That was Adam, real dumb. No. Whereas Batman V Superman was just not entertaining and wasn't, it, it wasn't that level. Of you bad. are a crazy person. I am a crazy person. I'm just <laughs> not crazy about this movie. That's fair, but it's better than it. Like daredevil's better. I will. I will rather watch daredevil. Fair I will enough. Watch daredevil sooner. Than Batman v Superman. Okay, all right. I don't agree with that one. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with that one. That's at all. fair. But I don't... Daredevil was a bad movie. Let's get this out of the way. The the Daredevil movie, bad movie. Uh huh. Not a good movie. And you're saying that it's better than Batman v Superman. I would rather watch it. You not answer my question straight. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm evading. I'm evading because I I'm not sure. It's if like I'm... the evade button on a video game. Evade. <laughs> roll. Roll. Uh, I, I'm not sure how to answer that question straight uh, on. Yeah. I'm not sure how to answer that question straight on. And I, I really disliked Batman V Superman. I know. I know. A but lot. you got to give stuff the credit that it deserves though. I don't know what credit it does deserve. <laughs> oh man. That's the thing. <laughs> it's not that bad as what my point is. Here's what it is. I just miss Michael Clark Duncan. Oh, I miss right. Michael Clark this, Duncan. This guy's going all over the place. All right. You're just saying I'm anything. going for heartstrings now. And I'm saying, give me, give me <laughs> that just, king. He's just, he's just saying anything now. So let's move on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah, so he's up. So Ben Affleck was kind of frustrated from what the internet is saying about yeah. how this movie was received. Um, and, you know, he kind of wanna, wants to hop in and kind of steer the ship and kind of write some write some of the opportunities that he sees to do better. I I think what I was trying to say is it must, no matter what you've done in terms of contribution to a project, it just must hurt to hear people say over and over, this sucks. To be slammed 
all across the board all day long. That man, that that's not fun. So yeah, I, I can imagine that Ben Affleck is having a bad time on the other end of that criticism. You know who did enjoy Batman v Superman? Yes, the Winter Soldier. Yeah, himself. He liked it. Yeah, Sebastian uh, Stan liked it. Sebastian Stan was asked about uh, Batman v Superman, and my guess is whoever asked him about this was expecting him to, you know, throw down the gaunt- throw down the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm. And start saying some, I don't know, fighting words. Some wild stuff. About different franchises. But he ends up saying he saw the movie and he enjoyed it. Yeah. And he said, specifically. Because he's, re- he's a reasonable guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, Winter Soldier is a reasonable guy. You saying I'm crazier than the Winter Soldier? In this conversation about this topic, I think you are, actually. Dang, I man. think you might be a little bit Wait, crazier than Winter Later Soldier. Later in this interview, it says, uh, asked whether or not he would rather watch Daredevil the movie over Batman v Superman. Sebastian Stan said, yes, definitely Daredevil. In fact, I would watch Elektra sooner than Batman v Superman. This is incredible. He goes on to say, I would also watch the Ang Lee Hulk movie. Um, <laughs> he says, just, wow, just wow, saying wow. anything. He had a lot of thoughts to impart. <laughs> Oh man! I'm just I'm, Adam's I'm on a roll. Adam Adam is on a roll this Wednesday. <laughs> this Wednesday, he's got his favorite pizza shirt on, and he is going ham sandwich. I do, I do. Yeah. All right, look, Ben Affleck. Let me just appeal to you right now. First of all, thank you very much for tuning in. Right. I really appreciate your five stars and positive. I, I appreciate your five batarangs and positive comments. Yeah. That takes some which time is out of your busy which day. is like for him a positive comment is. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> what do you think about the movie? I'm fine. It's fine. <laughs> We're going to be all right. Uh, I appreciate you tuning in. I just want to say I think you are a very talented person. I like your portrayal of Bruce Wayne and Batman. So I want to see more of that. And Sebastian and Stan and myself and Octavius are on your side. So that, that segment, entirely devoted to our friend, loyal listener. Batman. Batman. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. All right. I don't know what's going on with Adam today, Internet. I apologize <laughs> on behalf of my co-host, Jaworski's over here acting, you know, a little crazy. But there's grace for yeah. him. We love him. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I really appreciate your grace. Thank you for extending that. Hey, no problem, man. Well, it's all good. Um, so, a little bit on the uh, Marvel side. Yeah. The Russo brothers have made a little bit of a... Maybe a little bit of a slip up here. A little oopsie. Yeah. Yeah. So he accidentally confirmed that Captain Marvel is going to be in the Avengers Affinity War. So I want to know how that went down. Is there footage of this? Do you know? I haven't seen any footage, but apparently they made some sort of like statement just in, you know, somebody asked a question. They were kind of responding matter of factly and someone was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Did you just? Did you just confirm Captain Marvel? Yeah. And their response was, uh, uh, Captain Barvel. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barvel is is what we meant. <laughs> and it was just like, yeah, we we did it. Totally different character, right? Yeah, we did it. I, I would really enjoy if, if they make good on that right now. And mm-hmm. in the film, at some point in time, I don't know, maybe a name in like a, a joke yeah. or something like that. And like uh, Captain Barvel <laughs> reported right. for duty. And we're like, my name is not Barvel. It's clearly Marvel. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, like what are your thoughts on having a Captain Marvel? Oh, my God. I'm, I'm really excited. I, I, I want to see Carol Danvers in 
the MCU. Mm -hmm. And I've been waiting for a long time. Probably, for me, I've been waiting since Kelly Sue DeConnick started her run on Captain Marvel. Yeah. Because it's really great. And it was my most recent introduction to Captain Marvel as a character. I followed her way back when she had the the former suit and she was, you know, doing Miss Marvel. Mm -hmm. Miss Marvel was really fun. Mm -hmm. I like Carol Danvers, but I really love the way that she's depicted in, in the comics. Now I want to see her in her own movie. Yeah. I'm excited to see her in infinity war. Yeah. 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 I I want to see her get her come up. Infinity war is supposed to be galactic. Yeah. So it makes sense that a Captain Marvel type. Well, I mean, you know what? For me, this isn't like news because I just figured. Because don't we have a Captain Marvel movie on the docket? Do we, though? There or, do been, we, or do we not? Like, Is there that, have been a bunch of times on the internet. Tell me if you've seen this as well, where someone will post uh, an image of all of the upcoming Marvel absolutely, movies. Absolutely. All of the upcoming, like, geek culture movies. Yeah. And. I remember seeing a couple of those and sometimes a little bit later down the line, someone refuting that and saying, y'all know that's fake, right? Like you, that, that whole list, the roster, y'all know that's fake. Yeah. I mean, like, because there was one that had planet Hulk on it. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And I'm yeah. Like, I heard them say that the whole Hulk getting his own movie has to do with some like legality stuff they got to deal with. Oh, as if they have to, Give him another movie in order to renew their contract. Yeah, I'm the not whole exactly Sony sure. Spider-Man thing. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what the deal is. Yeah, but um, but either way, I mean, if it happens, I'm I'm very 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 excited. So I would love to see it. The Captain Marvel comics are dope. Yeah, you know she's a she's a cool character. Mm-hmm. You know she don't take no mess and she punches stuff. Yeah, she does. You know. Yeah, and she likes doing it. I want to see her in the Infinity War. I want to see her in her own flick. They're talking about having mad characters in this Infinity War. <laughs> that movie is going to be. I mean, they already a had beast. a lot of characters in Civil War. So can you imagine by the time Infinity War happens, if they smash up with the Guardians of the Galaxy as well? I mean, it's no wonder that they're going to have to break this into two movies because mm-hmm. otherwise, uh, that would be that would be a chore. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot going on in that film. I'm ready for it. Yeah, I'm ready for it too. I think. What do we have to wait? 2018, I think. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, but that sounds right. Well, hey, look. Speaking of uh, space movies, here's a little sci-fi flick for you: the Han Solo movie that's going to be coming out. You know, the prequel that's going to deal with Han Solo when he was younger. Yes, that has been cast, or Han Solo specifically has been cast. Uh, the young Han Solo is going to be Alden Ehrenreich. Who? Uh-huh. That's correct. Who? <laughs> Alden Ehrenreich, to my knowledge, has only been in one movie that I'm aware of. This was recent. He was in Hail Caesar, which was the... I haven't seen it. I, I haven't seen... Coen Brothers, right? Yeah, it was the most recent Coen Brothers movie, uh, which came out this past... Well, it came out in 2016, I believe. So it was this year. Uh, Alden Ehrenreich looks good. I, I haven't seen Hail Caesar, so I'm not really sure how this is going to play out or what he was chosen on. But uh, yeah, he's a young white guy with brown hair. Gotta see him move. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, the thing that I am excited about, however, is the movie is going to be directed by Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. And you might recognize those two guys because they're the people who directed the Lego movie and 21 Jump Street. Okay. And both of those 
were fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's if that's be, the kind of that's comedy, gonna be interesting, like to see that in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Or like, what kind of angle are they going to take? Yeah. Not sure. We are going to find out when Han Solo: A Star Wars Story comes out May 25, twenty eighteen. So that's that's a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. It's a little far from us right now, but we can speculate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now. I think we've been talking about this one for a while. Yes, we but have. But it's official. The new Wolverine movie is going to be rated R. Confirmed. Confirmed. Um, it's going to be... Didn't they say something that's like kind of like Western? Yeah. Kind it, of feeling? It's it's going to be a kind of a, a Western in its tone, which, I mean... Is, you I'm might as well say sure Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan, Pretty right? much. Anybody who's read Old Man Logan, you're just hearing, yep. That's yeah. going to be it. Also, I mean, the person who is speaking on this is uh, Simon Kinberg. Simon Kinberg is the producer of this movie. Simon Kinberg says it's going to be Western in tone. Also continues to say it's a very radical, bold, different Wolverine than you've ever seen in any of these movies. Old man Logan. Yeah. Did he say bold or old? I heard old. It's going to be old man Logan if it's not. I'm going to be really surprised. Yeah. And same. rated R. Cause I mean, again, if you've read old man Logan, you know, there's no way you're going to tell it, but here's my biggest thing that I'm interested in. Hit me. Hawkeye is part of the Marvel cinematic universe. True. And Hawkeye played a large role in old man Logan. Very large. Role. Incredible Hulk is a part of the Marvel cinematic universe. Yeah. And incredible Hulk played a large role and so did red skull. Yeah. And so did, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, Benham and you know all these characters that they don't have any like have the properties correct to deal with so if they are doing old man logan how are they going to do that that's a really good question the the thing that i think they're going to end up doing is this is logan in the future right and some terrible things have happened having to do with the x-men mm-hmm. and any time when avengers would have to do with the story in the comic they're just going to change it to X-Men straight out. Yeah, I can see that. And that's it. Yeah. Because the X-Men did play a pretty pivotal role in Old Man Logan. However, they played a role before the events of Old Man Logan. Yeah, because I'm not going to spoil it, you know, but some stuff went down. Yeah, some and stuff went down. And as a result of that stuff going down, things changed. Right. And like, it, you know, ostensibly the plot is the bad guys beat the good guys. And now we live in an, in an apocalypse, mm-hmm. right? So we're post-apocalypse as a word. You guys should definitely read this. Yeah. You should definitely, if you have not read Old Man Logan, read it. Given the caveat that there's no way Fox can make that movie exactly. Right. But we just watched Civil War and that didn't, that wasn't straight out of the books either. And it was still really good. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't doubt that they can do it. I think, you know, diving out there and going, hey, let's make this rated R movie. You know, seeing, seeing Logan slash somebody, like seeing Logan like we see him in, in the comics, I think that that's going to be really good. Same. And if, they, if they're going to tackle this storyline, I think it has to be rated R. There is no way around it. It has to be. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see Wolverine get a little dirty, you know, like go that bloody. route. That, yeah. That'll be nice. It'll be really nice. Yeah. So I think this is the last one we get from, uh, God damn. What's his name? Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is the last one we get from that's Hugh Jackman. That's what he's saying. Yeah. You know, that's what, that's what we're saying. Cause you know, our, our last uh, piece of news is talking about how, um, 
the next X-Men movie is confirmed to be set in the 90s. That's right. So if this is the last, you know, that Hugh Jackman's going to do with Wolverine, who's going to play Wolverine? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if they're going to the 90s and, you know, like... I'm assuming, I mean, because that's too much money to leave on the table. Like, they're they're not going to cut Logan out of the movies now. No, no. Like, no, they're no. going to have to recast him. Yeah. They're going to have to do something. Maybe that's what they'll... Oh. Wait, hold up. What are you thinking maybe about? Maybe that's what they're going to do in Old Man Logan, because Old Man Logan does have to deal with time. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So you think maybe it'll be an alternative timeline? Well... It, I mean, that's what the old man Logan story is. It is an alternative timeline. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So maybe in some sort of way they use that as a way if this is, um, cause couldn't you imagine if you, this is Hugh Jackman's last yeah. run at, at Wolverine. They're going to make it big. They're not going to leave money on the table by Xing Wolverine out of the movies. No. So this would be a great opportunity to, to recast Wolverine in some sort of like younger version or yeah. something like that to kind of re re link them in. Cause it's not like they're going to stop making X-Men movies. Cause they just announced that the last one's going to, the next one's going to be in the nineties. By the way, congratulations to Alden Ehrenreich who was cast as the new Wolverine. So exciting. Very excited. Not true for internet. you. Can't wait. Not true. <laughs> I think Tom Hardy would be a great Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about this. I think Tom Hardy would be a really good Wolverine as well. Yeah, I, he's I, got that short, stu- stubby, you know, thing going on. Yeah. I could see it happening. He's a great actor, too. Yeah. He's a great actor. Yeah. The, let's, let's go back for just a second to the fact that we're already talking about, quote, the next X-Men movie. Like, uh, just to say, oh, yo, the next one. The next X-Men movie. What, what do you mean the next one? I thought the one that we're working with right now is the end of a trilogy. I thought Apocalypse is the end of a trilogy. So what are we talking about the next one? Well, I mean, just talking about what the internet's saying. Yeah. The internet's saying that... But do you think it's going to go in a different direction, like New Mutants, that sort of thing? Uh, I, I know that there's rumors about some other stuff going down. Yeah. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see, because this movie comes out when? When does the new X-Men movie come out? Oh, I, I don't know. In a couple weeks. So, Oh, oh, so, oh you mean Apocalypse. Apocalypse yeah. comes out this, this Friday. I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to have, we're going to have some answers by next episode, about next episode of Comic Book Junto. Yeah. You know, we'll have some ideas of like where, where this is going. That's right. As far as storytelling is concerned. Uh, because no, I, I'm sorry. It comes out May 27th. I so just can't see it ending. You know, like they're not going to, like I said, again, cause they're not going to stop making them. And unless, they're going to hand it over or make some sort of deal yeah. with Marvel, Marvel Studios, which, please, Lord. Yeah, I know. Please. I know. Make a deal. It's, it's funny to Wolverine, me. Wolverine, like Hugh Jackman's leaving. This yeah. is the third part in a trilogy. This would be the time when you really Cut need to deal. shake you, it up. You know Marvel Studios is talk Like, you know conversations are happening. Yeah. You know somebody. Because I would assume that the conversations never stop. Yeah. They're probably constantly talking back and forth. And okay, what about this? Okay, I counter off with this. I counter off with that. Counter off with this. You know? But I really do. We cracked the joke about the thwipping point, but I think Spider Man Homecoming. It is. You know, like the, it is the thwipping point. You know? Seeing the success of Civil War and having Sony and Marvel Studios come together in some way, in some unifying collaboration, right? Has nothing but success, right? It is met with nothing but success. It's Fox has got to be kind of side-eyeing going, hmm, 
Is that the thing we want to do? Then over there. Yeah. We might be able to get more money together than we can separate. And think of the ways that you could make more money if you have more characters to pull from. So if you have an opportunity to combine the Avengers and X-Men, you have an opportunity to put Kitty Pride in a movie with... Uh, uh, Star-Lord, Peter Quill, because the two of them are dating each other in the comics. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay, so now we're doing team-up movies. Yeah. Now we're doing that sort of thing. They can do the buddy cop thing. You don't have to wait to do another major X-Men plot. You don't have to advance the storyline 10 years every single time. We'll see. We'll see. We'll yeah. see what this movie brings and see how the movie ends, because I think it is possible. You know, it is possible that they got to be, like I said, they got to be talking about this. I would they be have, surprised they, if they were they, not. They have to be discussing it. And once we see how this movie ends, and if it if it ends like a with a want to know what happens next, we might go, oh, yeah, they, they're probably not going to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're going to have to integrate the stories. So it really will depend on how they end the story. And also how Old Man Logan, we're just going to start calling it that. Yeah. Wolverine 3 ends, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's it for news. We didn't have a whole lot of news this time. No, we, we had a lot to talk about, but it seemed like we didn't have as much news going on. You know, we we had a big movie release. We had Civil War come out. Yeah. So it felt like things slowed down just a little bit. Yeah. We gave you guys an hour plus of another podcast. Yeah. You know, hopefully you guys have listened. And if you don't know what the heck we're talking about, we're talking about our one shot episode um, of Comic Book Junto, which we cover Captain America Civil War. So if you're on SoundCloud, if you're on Stitch, if you're on Overcast, if you're on iTunes, you just look at the episode right before this. Yeah. And you'll see that. You can check that out. Of course, spoilers. A lot of them. Spoilers. In fact, someone mentioned to me directly that you and I should do an episode of Comic Book Junto in which we talk about Civil War and what is A, spoiler-free, and B, helpful to enjoy the movie. You know, what the Civil War is predicated on 12 or 13 movies of story and characters, right? So somebody was saying, what are some of the comic book things, the Easter eggs that I should look for? Without spoiling, spoiling anything, what are some of the things that I should look for so I can enjoy it more? That's, that's interesting. You want me to tell you it's in the movie without spoiling the movie? Well, so that's what I was saying. And I think the I idea was they were looking for a, a jumping off point. Like, when I see the movie, before I see the movie, tell me a little bit about Ant-Man. So I have an idea of what's going on there. Okay. Right? So when I see Ant-Man, I'm excited to see stuff happen with Ant-Man. See, there are things that I can't even talk about right now. Yeah. However... If you knew about the the character Ant-Man and the different versions of Ant-Man, then you would be real hyped to see it in the film. Yeah, see, you so know, there's that thought, there's that whole thing that happens. Here's what I have to say to that. Yeah. Watch Captain America 1. Yeah. Watch Captain America 2. Watch Avengers 1, Avengers 2, and Ant-Man. Yeah, and that's it. That is, like, I think, comprehensive. In fact, the Iron Man movies aren't entirely flowing into the plot of yeah. civil war yeah that's what i have to say because truth be told a request to tell me what happens but don't spoil anything yeah it's like feed me but i'm not hungry well you like, know, I, 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 can't, I don't see how that works hey look there are a lot of people who want to listen to this show but they haven't been able to see the flick yet 
Yeah, yeah. So, you know, feed me because I'm hungry. So if, if somebody says, look, we want to listen to the show, I'm thinking, all right, maybe we can come up with a way to talk to you. Maybe we, you remember when I said, uh, there should be a, a PG 13 version of Deadpool and they would just, edit and I didn't it. agree with you. Yeah. And it's all the like, uh, made for TV edits. There's like those things. Maybe we just take our exact episode and we just dub over our own voices with Different plot idea. Okay, I see your face. I'm reading. <laughs> I'm like, I don't I'm know what's going. I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do that. So, to the person who wants us to give you a review, I'm just going to say Daredevil instead of every spoiler. Right. And this is at that point when Vision Daredevil. <sighs> and I can't believe it, but they really show Cap Daredevil. So what I'm going to say is, my suggestion to you would be. <laughs> Watch Captain America 1 and 2, Avengers 1 and 2, and Ant-Man. Yeah. And that's the best way to get ready because, yes. you know, it's going to be really hard to to talk about. Because the specific request is tell me the stuff to look out for. The, the and, things that will make it more like, fun. And it's like, I, I don't know how to, to tell you, watch out for when Ant-Man... Yeah, and then don't finish the sentence. Like, well, I, I, you know, there's and, there's and, some. And websites. here's the part where Black Panther. But I can't tell you. But watch. Like, there, I, there's some websites who will do this from time to time. Like Black Panther, as an example, Civil War is coming out in theaters, and I think it's Polygon that says like, "Yo, here's what you should know about Black Panther." Oh, what you should know about the character? Yeah, like a like a like a featurette. Like here's Black Panther. Yeah. This is who he. Oh, okay. Yeah. So as an example too, because when I heard Easter eggs, I was like, Oh, well you need to know. We know what the Easter eggs are. We don't need to highlight them. Mm-hmm. We can just talk about some of the foundational stuff that make them easy to experience. Okay. Case in point, uh, Wanda Scarlet, Witch. there's a lot to know about that character. And there are a lot of little nods to that character mm-hmm. without saying too much in the movie. But if you don't know anything about Scarlet Witch, you just never even think about it. You would never really think about it. Right. You know? And Scarlet Witch is complicated because of the X-Men rights being owned by Fox. And for some reason, Wanda can be in the Marvel movies. It's mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. super complicated. Even, yeah. Hell, even that explanation might be worth something that we want to chew on for a little bit. Okay. Well, it's something to consider. Something that we can do. Something to think about. Before we do that, however, something that we have to do today is acknowledge Metro Boomin origin stories. Because I'm looking through talkback. You know, usually this is the part of our show when we do a talkback. We have conversations with you listeners. You hit us up on Twitter or you email us and we have conversations with you. But we talked about this last week. At that site guy sent us a Metro Boomin origin story. And I have two excerpts that I would like to share. Hit him with it. Okay. First of all, shout out to at that site guy for writing this because this is many, 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 many much paragraphs, right? Many much paragraphs? That's right. Yeah. Okay. So shout out to you for taking the time and putting this together. We're just going to start here. Originally from a dystopian, obviously, alternate earth. Right. It's obvious. Mm-hmm. Young Metro got his name from his neighbors because he lived in an old abandoned Metro station car. Okay. Yeah, that's obvious again. All right, all right. He spent years trying to stay clear of the local gang leader, mm-hmm. Time Hopper. Okay. And his gang of thugs. Thugs is an acronym 
stands for Time Hoppa's Ultimate Goons. Okay. It was rumored that they jumped through space or time to obtain weapons with profits made from recording music and creating dance crazes on something called the internet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's flash forward a little bit. Okay. Go on, go on. Upon arriving at the headquarters and taking out dozens of people along the way, they move into position. Future reminded Metro that no matter what, he should stay strong because time hoppe is a low life. <laughs> he rushed off and waited for young Metro's signal to start the campaign. Jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man. <laughs> That's his signal. It's a long signal. That was a signal? Yeah. That was, okay. All yes, right. yes, that is long. That is long. Uh, anyway, <laughs> hold up. And it was at this moment, standing in misdemeanor lane, thunderstorm pouring, that young Metro Boomin realized that he was forever changed. And that's about as much as I want to share with you right now. Okay. There, are, there are references to Trillium. Up in here. Okay. We got Jumpman in here. We have Lean. We got, oh, wait. This is a big one. Young Metro nicknamed his strange-looking traveler Future and invited him for the drink of the day. Trash truck juice. Wow. So there's, look, there's a lot of Easter <laughs> there's eggs. A lot, there's a lot in there. There's a lot in there's here. A lot of, you can so, tell this is the person who listens to the podcast. Hey. Props to you, that side guy. Well, sorry we couldn't read the whole thing in detail. Of course, we don't have enough time to go through the whole thing, but we appreciated it. That's true. If there were a way for us to distribute, I'm, I'm on the line with my boy Chris Evans. He's saying, give me some good ideas for movies. Okay? Right. I'm on the line with my boy Zach. I call mm-hmm. him Zach, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know him as Zach Snyder. He's saying, I need some good ideas. Trash truck juice. Some trash truck juice. <laughs> Metro Boom and The origin. movie. No, man. Uh, this, it's fantastic. I really enjoyed the hell out of this, and I, I want to see more. I want to see more. I wanted to read a couple of our um, reviews. We always talk about five stars and a positive yeah. comment on iTunes. Ha, ha, he, But those exist. But people really do leave us five-star reviews. Yeah. Like, I'm looking on iTunes, and we have... All five star reviews. We have nothing but five star reviews, <laughs> which is great. And we thank you very much. So yeah. I wanted to read off two of them and, you know, just give a little shout out. So this one is from Hip Hop Lord. Oh, that's me. I'm the Hip Hop Lord. Of course. Whoops. Um, it says, This show is amazing. I look forward to this every week. I just recently started getting into comics and I love listening to Adam and Octavius break down comics. These guys are fun and sound like they would be fun to hang out with and talk geek stuff. You guys really inspire me and I love the work you do on the show. Please keep it up. Hey, thank you. That's super nice. Yeah, that is super nice. That's Doesn't the nicest thing anybody's ever said. 20 episodes in, you know what I mean? It gives you the encouragement to keep on going to 52. Yes, it does. Yes, That's it good. does. Stay That's, strong. Oh, we appreciate that. Is it, who, do, who is that coming from? Is there a username? Hip Hop Lord. Uh, right, Hip Hop Lord. That's so, right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, shout out. Hip-hop Maybe that's Lord. somebody that uh, Young Metro trusts. Um, I, I would trust Hip Hop Lord. Yeah. Unless he's with Time Hopper. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 20 episodes. This is the one. This is the one where we just uh, let it go off the rails. <laughs> Um, all right. So this is from MHJR7. I don't know if I was supposed to pronounce that, but I'm just going to say what the letters numbers just roll. are. Uh, another five-star review. Love listening to the po- to this podcast. Always a few laughs and some cool stuff to think about it. Um, I think everyone gets that afternoon feeling at their job. Here's your answer. 
really, okay. really nice. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I do get that afternoon feeling at my job, every, and I, I love my job. But every once in a while, you know, what two p.m., three p.m. rolls around, and you're like, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm, I just want to like sit here and stare into the distance for a little while. And I like the fact that you and I, Octavius, you and I are uh, getting people through that day, through that time. And hopefully leading you to go and just like go to a comic shop, buy some comics and sit and read some comics. Yeah. Uh, one last one that I want to read. Um, and this one, like the title is, of course, I love this podcast. So it reads, do I love this podcast? Of course I do. <laughs> I host it with my friend, Adam. Five stars, 10 out of 10, oh, yeah, yeah. A plus. Okay, good, good. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight flame emojis. Wow, wow, Underneath wow. Underneath it says all the flame emojis. Okay. But I might be but my <laughs> but I might be a bit biased. All right. Just a bit. Yeah, yeah. Let me just pull up my review here. It says not bad. <laughs> it says not bad. That review is for me. <laughs> if you can't tell. <laughs> yes, I reviewed my own podcast. Of course, I tried to be honest. Look, you have to love what you do. You have to love. You have to love yourself. All the you have to love emojis. your work. That's how I feel. You got to put what we do. Eight, no fewer than eight. You put eight flame emojis in there. No fewer. That's how I felt about it. Yeah. Well, look, hey Octavius, thank you for the five stars and positive comments. <laughs> no, no problem. We look. We we read this often. We we laugh about it, but we really appreciate it. I mean, everyone who tunes into this show and talks to us about this show. It, it, it means the world to me. It means that I'm, I'm excited to do this show every single week. Absolutely. And to do it, to, to double ship it when we have the opportunity. To. Yeah. Um, and so. speaking of double ship, you, you will probably get, no, not you probably will. You will get a one shot from us on the new X-Men. X-Men movie. Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. No doubt. So that's coming. Reviews are coming in for that one. And right now I, I am officially joining the blackout congregation. Welcome. Led by. <laughs> the, the one and only uh, uh, blackout uh, parish organizer, wow, Octavius A. Newman. Uh, I've, I've been very happy that you would allow me into hey, man. this this sanctuary. You know, based on you know all of my heretical behavior. It's all good, man. Prior to that, there's 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 grace for you. Do you have a confession booth inside where I can just be like, Father, please forgive me for yeah, I have sinned at Comic Book Junto on Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, oh I gotta put myself <laughs> hashtag, on blast. Hashtag Comic Book Junto. I'm saying I'm rolling in. And I'm saying, I'm, Father, forgive me for I've sinned. I watched it. I watched a 30 second trailer. <laughs> it has some. It has some new footage. In it. On the other side, you just hear. <sighs> Get out. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about this pull list. Let's talk about these comics. How have you, how, like, you know what? Yeah. What did you like from last week that you read? Anything stand out from your pull list from last week? What did I like from last week that I read last week? Out of all your comics, if you can remember anything. But man, I'm, now I'm trying to think of what I, I picked up last week. Um, well, I can tell you. Yeah, you go first. Yeah. So from last week, um, I did like the Punisher. You did. Yeah, I did okay. check out the Punisher. Yeah. Um, and it was super violent, like you said. Yeah. But hey, it's the Punisher. As you, you know? said about bad guys, they earned it, right? Yeah. Yeah, they earned that. Sure. 
So Punisher was a good one. I still need to read, um, you know, of course I read Black Widow. Uh, I still need to read Moon Knight and The Walking Dead. So I can't really speak on those yet. Yeah. But um, yeah, Punisher, from what I have read, was I'm going to pick up uh, issue number two of that. Did, oh, man, I'm trying to remember what came out last week. Did, did Saga come out last week? I was getting so caught. last week. Uh, my pull list was Black Widow, yeah. Daredevil, Punisher, Deadpool, Massacre, Moon Knight, to uh, the Punisher, yeah. and The Walking Dead, one fifty four. Right, and, and the only one that you and I picked up the same is Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And I read Black Widow, and I read. I think there was a new Captain America, and I I really enjoyed the new Captain America. Mm-hmm. There was also um, the standoff event coming to a close which i have to say I totally missed everything on that yeah and you're fine for it i picked up the standoff event because nick spencer was writing that and it's primarily having to do with captain america it is the vessel that has delivered spoilers steve rogers young steve rogers is back mm-hmm. he's no longer old man steve he's He's back and better than ever. Literally, they say that. He's he's better than he's ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, the the event itself, it kind of felt like a wash. It, was, it wasn't that great. How are you feeling about Civil War II? Civil War II, I'm excited about. I, I don't know anything about Civil Me War II. either. Did except you get for anything artwork. for New Comic Book Day? I mean, Free Comic Book Day. I didn't. I hosted... You didn't get anything? A, not a thing. I really... I'm, I messed it up. Because I, I hosted a cosplay contest for a comic book shop. At the second annual Atomic Con, which was held by Atomic City Comics on South Street. Shout out to those boys. Shout out. And gals. And people. Them. Um, I hosted the cosplay contest. I had a good old time. I was miffed when Philly Jesus showed up in the cosplay contest. <laughs> That's a whole nother thing. Ah, and uh, afterward, Jesus. afterward, I I forgot to pick up books from the shop, but they had a line. I swear to you, they had a line like around the block waiting to get into the shop to get new books to get the free stuff. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, I missed out on that. But well, I was asking because they had a Civil War comic in there. Did you scope that? Yeah, yeah, I picked it up. Um, it didn't give me a whole lot to work with. Okay. You know, but I got that. I got the Captain America one and I got this attack on Titan anthology one. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love attack on Titan. Yeah. There's an anthology book that's coming up in the future, which is basically going to be a bunch of different artists and writers. Yeah. Um, taking like that, that property, I guess, and then writing stuff on it. So I'm, Oh, I like writing and drawing stuff on it. So I'm, I'm hyped for that. Am I right when I say Marvel is doing that? I don't remember. Not sure. I, don't I think I recall reading something along those lines where Marvel had grabbed that property and it meant that the, you know, the Titans were uh, in the same world potentially. As, what? I mean, I mean it, it, that can't be true, but I had just seen like, I, I think it was a, an image. I was about of to say Thor. Aaron, Aaron and Mikasa are not in the same world as I like, saw an image Thanos of, of in, Thor and some of the Titans. And I was thinking this, well, that's interesting. Huh? I got to look that up. I don't know. But anyway, sure. what's up with our pool list this week? Pool list, pool list. Okay. Uh, my pool list this week, I picked up The Fix number two. Speaking of Nick Spencer, The Fix number one was great. So I'm excited about The Fix number two. I picked up, oh man, Vision number seven. The cover of Vision number seven is so good with all of the different Wanda's Scarlet Witches huddled around the vision. Mm-hmm. This, I cannot say enough times. It is my favorite comic that Marvel is putting out right now at the top of this book. It says 
The Vision is the best comic going right now, and that is spoken by Tanahasi Coates. That's what he said? He's got a pool quote right up at the top. Wow. Wow. I was very, very, very pleasantly surprised to see the return of Southern Bastards. Yes. Finally getting back into Southern Bastards and picking up a story thread that I'm thrilled to pick Wait, up. Wait, what's out. that underneath there? This is... So is, that's the one. You did get... That's the free comic book. Joke. Oh, this is the Civil War that's free comic. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Oh, while I was at the shop today, uh, Rob over at Brave New Worlds asked me if I picked up anything in free comic book day and slipped this in my bag and didn't say nothing about it beyond that. So... Yo, Rob, thank you. I did not realize what you had done. Shout out to you, player. And I'm looking at Thanos with a big old gun. Okay. We're, we're not going to skip ahead for that. Uh, and then last but not least in my pool list, Black Panther number two. That is our book of the week. Yes. So my books, I got all new, all different Avengers number nine. I got the fix number two, Southern Bastards number 14, Batman 52. Yeah. So hit me with this. This was, this was interesting. I have, I started reading it, but I didn't finish it. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is the end of the run. Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo. Scott Snyder did not write this. Oh. And Greg Capullo did not illustrate this. Oh. So I was kind of like. Wait, does that mean 51 was the last one? 51 was the last one. Oh, wait, hold up. That, but Greg Capullo did do the cover art. Huh. So, so who's on this now? So this is Tinian. just, <clears throat> this is not, this is not the new creative team either. This is like a standalone book. It's just like an in-between. Yeah. So oh. 53 is going to be the beginning of our new, our new creative team. So gotcha. I definitely I'm going to be picking that up. Same. And depending upon um, what else comes out, like if Black Panther comes out that week, yeah. you know, I don't know if we're going to, how we're going to figure it out. Cause it seems like Black Panther and Batman seem to come out on the same week. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm definitely going to start picking up the new Batman starting from 53. Yeah. So that possibly could be a book of the week. So keep your eyes out for that. The Batman, because all that new um, Rebirth stuff starts next month, I think. That's right. Yeah. Rebirth so is in full effect. We might have some new new additions to the pull list. Mm-hmm. And of course, Black Panther number two, mm-hmm. book of the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ta-Nehisi Coates, writer, Brian Stillfreeze, and Laura Martin. What is Laura Martin? Do? I believe she is the colorist. I believe Laura Martin is the colorist. Mm, No, let's get clarification here. Yeah, she is. She's the color artist. Laura Martin. Laura Martin is a beast. And the colors are are wonderful. Uh, Before we get into this, as always, our book of the week is an opportunity for us to share an experience with you. Hopefully you have read Black Panther number two by now. If you are listening to this, if you have not read Black Panther number two and you do not want it spoiled, uh, now would be the time to turn off this episode or, or, or flash forward anyway. Yeah. Uh, you can just kind of skip maybe 10 minutes ahead because we're going to get in depth with Black Panther number two right now. Yeah. Cause we know what, let me just talk a little bit about this book of the week thing. Yeah. We do a lot of movie talk. We do a lot of geek culture, pop culture talk, but this is called comic book. This is what too. it's about. You know what I mean? So we, like, I was talking to a buddy of mine. And I was like, hey, man, you should check out my podcast. And he's like, man, I'm not even going to understand what you guys are talking about. And I said, no, no, no. We intentionally set it up so anybody can jump in. That's right. You know, like, we don't want to be talking over our friends and family members' heads. No. You know, so Book of the Week is an opportunity for you to go, hey, as long as I have read the book, I can be a part of this conversation. That's correct. The news is just that, the news. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like talk back is no, so we want to we want to structure this so you can invite your friends. You can invite your comic book geek friends. You can invite your non geek friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And as long as you've uh, read Black Panther number one and picked up number two, and that's again that's why we start off with the beginning of an arc because we don't want to leave anybody behind if we can help it. That's right. So except for that one time when we tried to do uh, no ten man. books in no one. Oops. <laughs> look, hey, not a good look. Look. You got to bump into the walls to find out where they are. Hey, you know, good analogy. Thank you. All right. So into this book, mm-hmm. Black Panther number two, you want to give me a gut reaction? Um, I thought it was visually beautiful. Yep. I thought the story had a, it was very meaty. Yes. Very chunky. Towards the end, I had a huh moment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we had similar experiences. Gut reaction for this book. I'm, I'm very excited. It's When I see it on the stands, I'm just really pumped to pick it up and read it as soon as possible. Not every book is that way for me. Sometimes I pick books up out of obligation. I'm like, all right, continue the story. I'll read this next installment. But seeing Black Panther number two up there, you know, I'm, I want to devour this as soon as I can. We talked about this a little bit with Black Panther 1. I was impressed by the density of that book. I really liked that it was a dense read. And now we're in Black Panther number two. And I got to say, I might be biting my tongue a little bit. This is a very dense read. I had to reread several panels several times over. I did as well. Like I got all the way to the end and I was like, wait, what? Hold on a second. And I had to run it back and go, did I, did I miss something? Yeah. Yeah. Because like, there's this awesome video that Marvel put out um, on Twitter and Facebook, whatever, where Ta-Nehisi Coates is breaking down um, issue number one. They got Run the Jewels playing in the background. Really dope. So that's a, if you want to kind of catch up with us, you can, you can Great start Great way to start. Um, <clears throat> but um, in reading this, I felt like I was able to follow and follow and follow um, until like the last part. Because they're introducing a lot of characters. Yeah. You know, Ta-Nehisi's doing a great job kind of clarifying who's who and who's doing what. Um but there just was a little piece that I feel like, okay, maybe this is going to kind of flesh itself out next month. Yeah. Which, look, it's not bad to have a little mystery, right? You have a little open area that is opportunity to grow for you to understand better as the story continues. My conflict as I'm reading this, and let me start by saying that I'm enjoying this book. But oh yeah, it's it, not. It, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that this is a bad book. Agreed. I'm saying that. What? What? Here's what I am saying. What I am saying is that I get the feeling that I intentionally don't understand. Okay. Yeah. That that Tanahasi is intentionally going. I'm saying things out loud. Yeah. And you're like, huh? You know what I mean? Right. So you have enough where you understand enough. Yeah. You get enough of what the motivations of these people are and what's happening, but we're issue number two. I, I feel as though this is a book that is intentionally supposed to be challenging in a number of ways. The plot is not simple. And similar to T'Challa's conflict of being a king and a warrior and who he, who, who he serves, how he serves himself and his people, and whether or not he can even generalize all of his people, right? They're in different segments and belief systems. It's it's a it's not a simple conflict for T'Challa, which means it's not a simple understanding, I think, for a reader. My conflict comes from That's a great point, actually. Right? That's you know, a great it's, point. It's like 
He's got a lot of mess to deal with. This is confusing because this is confusing. Right. You know what I mean? Now, the trouble there is, can you make me feel it? Can you still, can you, can you make it so we can get through that confusion and make me feel it? Uh, We talked about this in the Civil War one shot just a little bit, and this is no spoiler, but Civil War as a movie did a great job making me feel the effect of the conflict by making me understand it on an emotional level, even if it was not straightforward. And right now in issue two of Black Panther, it is not straightforward. And I want to make sure that I'm getting the full effect of what's happening. The The trouble that I run into is we're introduced to many new characters because we're in Wakanda and we have a lot of new characters to be introduced to. Yeah. And we're introduced to many new regions and areas. I'm looking at the first page. And a lot of different different motivations. Different motivations, different people, different places. Uh, uh, We have uh, Taifa, Nagal, the Shield of the Nation, the Golden City. We have the Bandit Compound in northern Wakanda. We have the Nagandan border region. We have Hekimashul in Birnin, Azaria. All of these are brand new to me as a reader. And what I would love is a map. I would love a map. Hmm. A map that shows me where some of these characters are from. And maybe a color system that shows me who they ally with. Just give me an idea of how we're warring with one another. Right. Because what the 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 vibe I get the the understanding I'm walking away with is like, all right, T'Challa's the king. Yeah. Wakanda's supposed to run a certain kind of way. That's right. They're supposed to follow the king, submit to the king. What's going on though is you're having people rebel. Yes. You're having segments rebel. That's right. You're having even people who are part of his royal guard rebel, you know? Mm-hmm. So what's happening is there's this traditional way things are supposed to go and they're not going that way. Yeah. You know? That's right. And you've got this guy who's a warrior and a king. Yeah. And you have this wrestle and this struggle that that T'Challa's dealing with where is like he does this long monologue that starts talking about how when he was young his uncle was the king yep. and then his uncle gave the crown over to him and he was saying how in so many words you know heavy is the head that wears the crown that was actually my favorite part of the book because of the text directly um, Black Panther saying uh, the the piece of wisdom that was imparted to him from his uncle uh, King Sayan. He says, power lies not in what a king does, but in what his subjects believe he might do. Mm-hmm. For it meant that the majesty of the kings lay in their mystique, not in their might. Right. And I thought that was really compelling, the idea that there's got to be some mystery involved. Right. right? Like, I haven't shown you my full power, mm-hmm. and that's what makes you afraid. Exactly. And I, or, I or, make, or makes you respect me. Or makes you respect me. And there's, yeah. that, there's that tension between, as a king, you're supposed to be kind of regal and royal and stand aloof. Yeah. Be a little distant. Yeah. You're not supposed to be on 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 the street like street level rumbling and knuckling yeah you know it seems like t'challa's council doesn't want him to intervene directly in this conflict because that's a liability they say straight up <laughs> if we lose the king wakanda will rupture yes right so yeah let's let's keep a little mystique here let's not have you go rolling in here and actually going toe to toe with some of these uh evildoers or or dissenters they're not evil but the people who don't believe in what you believe in even continuing with what t'challa is saying he says every act of might diminished the king for it diminished his mystique 
might expose the king's powers yeah. and thus his limits. That's right. Might made the king human breakable. And we're seeing that all through a visual of T'Challa going toe to toe with this big muscle bound dude who like just slams him in the ground. You That's know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. So I think there is really this, this kind of thing where it just seems like right now what's happening is Wakanda is kind of disintegrating. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's splintering. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Um, it's splintering in a way where T'Challa doesn't even have, have a hold of it. Like even his advisory board is like, yo, there's this stuff going on, but That's right. you don't need to go deal with it. So even as he's going out and he's dealing with it and he's going out and dealing with this group of people, cause he's trying to track down this, this woman he calls a witch, right? Yeah. This woman who has this power over people's minds. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. and she was the the reason where we had this whole beef, this whole issue that went on issue number one. Yeah. So, like, that's what they're talking about at the beginning of the book. Hey, this thing is going on. This is going down. The child's like, look, I tracked her down. I'm going to go deal with it. Right. And I think his mom was like, yo, no. And even one of his advisors was like, nah, like. Bad idea. Don't do that. He's like, no, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think what I'm seeing with the child is there's this, there's this responsibility that he feels to be a warrior and be a king so his method of operation of what he wants to do might not be the most effective thing to do yeah you know what i'm saying yeah i i also i like that t'challa says there are two strong reasons why i am the person who is going to stop this woman one is because i'm prepared i've gone against people who Use witchcraft, who alter the states of people's mind. I am prepared. I have experience in doing that with the Avengers, with the Illuminati. I've experienced doing that. And he also says, this is something, I don't know if he says this explicitly, but we're in this situation because of my hands. My hands are going to get us out, right? I feel responsibility over getting my nation here. I am going to get us out. Not indirectly, directly. Mm -hmm. So it seems like we have, like you said, we have a split. We have factions. We have T'Challa, and then we have the Midnight Angels, the uh, uh, Anika and Ayo. And then we have a faction of Tetu and Zenzi. And then, you know, there are some other people thrown in there. It's so many characters to get acquainted to in a short period of time. And but I think but but I think he's do you think he's doing a good job walking us through like the Dora Milaje is like the king's like royal guard. His royal guard. And we have yeah. a couple people who were a part of that, but have kind of like they're broken but they, away. But they couldn't be but they wanted to be in a relationship with each other, but they couldn't do it. Yeah. So it seems like uh Aniku and Ayo, who were a part of that royal guard, have sort of split up from the royal guard. They are um, I guess stepping away from the king mm-hmm. and they're going to say, you know, the king's not doing his job. So we're going to do it. Right. We're going to put it. We up. even see conversations between them about like, but I think there's a scene where these women are going to be like sexually abused. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and not, not an eco and AO, but other women, like other women, Wakanda, and they come in and they save them. Yeah. And they're having this conversation about like, your king's not 
your king's not taking care of you. Your king's not doing what he's supposed to be doing. Yep. And they're talking about Wakanda supposed to be this way. It's not, but this is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? One of the, I, I really like the action that takes place when they fly in and, and start beating up on those captors, but I'm not always sure who's doing what. Like, um, Ayo and Aniku, I haven't gotten comfortable enough with those characters to know which one is flying around and doing the combat. They both were. But, so both of them were doing... No, actually, this. actually, actually, no. One person was, and one person was, was outside. Was like hanging back. Yeah. So we, we have new concepts. We have new characters. We have new regions. We have new agendas. By issue two right now, I feel like I am in the middle of it, and I need some time to re-read this issue and get comfortable with what's going on. Yeah. I'm happy that we have a character map in the beginning, on the, in one of the front pages that, that gives us a summary of, you know, in the last issue. Uh, I'm happy that we have that to go on, at least. And I'm really excited to see where it goes from here. And one of the things that I'm, I'm noticing, and you know, you mentioned this earlier, it's kind of like Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones offers you a lot of fiction pretty quickly. And they kind of assume you're going to swim with it or you're not. And this offers us a lot of fiction, a lot of new stuff, and you're going to swim with it or you're not. Yeah. I feel like this is, I feel like slash I want this to be something that has a big payoff. Same. You know, and if you stick with it and you roll with it and you understand it or you try to understand it, once this stuff starts to get fleshed out, you're going to go like, ah, same. Like one thing that we did kind of get an idea of, like there was a cliffhanger at the end of issue number one, where we see Shuri. Yeah. His sister. Who seems to be suspended right. somewhere between life and death. And we didn't really get, he didn't really explain that. What is that? What's going on? What's the child's relationship with that person? Whatever. So um the the woman that Zinzi that T'Challa's going after, yeah. you know, he runs up on her and she's like, Look, I'm gonna go like you can't control my mind. Mm-hmm. She goes, I'm gonna just control your heart. So I guess what- she has a dope power. Which is revealing someone's true thoughts and right. feelings. And T'Challa thought it was something different. Yeah. T'Challa thought it was mind control. Right. But what it really was is, I'm not controlling your mind. I'm just showing you what's in your heart. I'm amplifying what and you feel. And that's deep. Yeah. That's deep because it's like, like your heart is wicked. It's, yeah. it's dark. And it's, those, those pages it's nasty. Are, those pages are beautiful because here we see Black Panther in this spirit world going to combat with all his descendants, basically. Yeah. And those people saying, you failed us. And Shuri, his sister, saying, you failed me. You let me die. You're how, a fool. How could you do this? Yeah. And all this is is a representation of what how he really T'Challa feels, feels about himself. So now you have shaken a king. Mm. And that that's real scary stuff. And I, I like that we got to see that. I'm interested in what's going on with Shuri. So, like, I just just real quick, I know you guys read this already, but yeah. something that jumps out at me, he goes, Nothing here is real, and yet everything here matters. Yeah. That a thing is unreal does not make it untrue. I read that and I was like, huh, yeah. wait, a, wait a minute now. This is the truth of what I believe, the truth of what I feel whenever I hear my name. And then right after that, you see, you are a fool, T'Challa. Yeah. So it's like, you can be the strongest, you can be the richest, you can be the smartest, you can be the king, yeah. but at the same time, a set of words can set off something in your heart mm-hmm. that goes, dang, that's really how I feel about myself. And that's, it's very interesting. Cause we don't see, you know, we don't see 
Like, dun 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 dun. I'm here to the rescue. Because that's the role he's trying to play. Yep. He's trying to run in there and beat up the bad guys Confident. and go, I'll fix it. Confident and strong. And that, and, and that kind of leads into the piece where I'm a little confused, but I'm waiting for an explanation. Sure. Where T'Challa goes, these men are responsible for crimes against your country. They will be brought to justice. Your king will provide for you. And then a woman says, these men were providing for us. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm, I feel like ta wants me to be like, huh? Mm-hmm. You know, because it, it, it seemed like he thought he was, I got this. Don't worry, I got it. Your king's going to provide for you. And they're going to be like, yo, these guys had us already. That's right. So I don't know if that is some sort of like, you know, loving your abuser. I don't know if like yeah. the, 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 the thing where T'Challa was fighting people, he didn't like, I don't know what that was, but it seems pivotal. Like, how do you respond to that? If this, if this group that T'Challa is going up against, if this is a rebel group, they're rebelling against the king, mm-hmm. the Wakanda royalty, right? They're promising something to the people yeah. to join them. Yeah. They're promising protection. They're promising a better life of some variety. And here we have the king of Wakanda rolling in, beating up on some people and saying, hey, these are the enemies and I'm going to prosecute them. I'm going to bring them to justice. And then he finds out he that says, the people, I'm going to provide for you and I will provide for you. And the people that he thinks he's saving, they're like, no, nah, they had our back. Like, yeah, we're good. And that's got to be scary, too. As a king, if you're like, I provide for you, I rule for you, I feed you, I take care of you. And someone's like, no, nah, we good. No, we're all we're, right. We're good. These guys are fine. Don't need you. Yeah, that's like, What that's do you rough. do with that? I mean, this just seems like kind of like, not like a midlife crisis, but, you know, I guess it's, I guess it's, I guess it's a humility thing. It's seeing yourself rightly. You know what I mean? It's like you have this view of who you are, but then you ever think of yourself a certain kind of way, and then someone goes, Nah, yo, you're not, you need to chill out. Like, you're not exactly what you think you are. You know what I mean? I know you can do X, Y, and Z, but you ain't all that. Yeah. Like, that's a lot to swallow. He's got a lot. He's got a lot. It, final uh, pages of, of this issue. Uh, we see Shuri and she's suspended in something. Confused. Some kind of time space. I'm lost. I'm very lost on this. Uh, T'Challa says, by the hand of Thane, we shackled the Black Order. They escaped, shattered a nation by counterfeit power. The prisoner became the jailer, and Queen Shuri did not live, and Queen Shuri did not die. So I understand that she is between life and death right now, and that's about all I understand. Right. I don't know how she got there. I don't know who Thane is or the Black Order. I'm not sure if those things will be revealed to us, but it appears to me that Shuri is looking at the afterlife in the final pages, like she is being welcomed into the afterlife. And I wonder if maybe she can fight her way out of it. Like we see an opportunity for her to not accept death. Yeah. Because we see that she is at the, the Jala, the plane of Wakandan memory, which I have no clue what that means. My, I I don't know what this means, but I do believe that it is the afterlife. It is. There's actually a reference by T'Challa in, in the civil war movie about how Wakandans, perceive death mm. and what it represents. Where they can just run forever. And they can and... run forever. And when I look at this, you know, very bucolic, like green, lush environment, it looks like it's not civilized. It looks like people haven't, mm, 
left an impression on it yet. Mm -hmm. It looks very peaceful. And I wonder if this is the afterlife and perhaps we're going to see her like Shuri has a, a piece in this story in learning the history of Wakanda and then needing to bring that history back. Look at Adam, the writer. I'm thinking maybe that's what we're seeing because I'll tell you what, when I'm looking at those panels originally, I'm like, what? Right. But if I'm thinking about it, I'm applying myself to it and trying to imagine where we go from here. That's something that I can see happening yeah. down the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe she does speak to some of the other people from the, from the community that have passed on. She gets some sort of like wisdom that she's able to bring back to her brother mm-hmm. and help him in dealing with the situation that's going that's at hand. Yeah. Yo, as we talk about this, I just enjoy the issue more. You know, at the, at the, at the start of our conversation, I'm thinking this issue was really dense. I had a very difficult time with it. It's not that easy to enjoy and straight up. It's not that easy to enjoy. And we put a little work into it. We talk between one another and now I've had a far greater enjoyment. It's about sharing, man. That's what it's about. Yes. That's what makes this stuff work. Yeah. So Black Panther number two, I'm curious what other people think, what, what all of you think of this issue. This is not your standard, uh, boom, pow, kablam. Right. Uh, this, this is, Kablooey. this gives you something to think on and chew on for a little while. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious what, what everybody else out there thinks. Yeah. Yeah. Next so, issue. We're going to see, uh, T'Challa go toe to toe with his midnight angels. That's what it looks like. And that'll be interesting. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm super ready for that. All right. Let's talk about what the book of the week is going to be next week. Book of the week for next week. Power man and iron fist. Number four, number four. Yeah. We're making our way. Oh man. I'm so excited. We get to see what's going on. We get to see them throw down. Looks like the confrontation with, uh, uh, ma'am. What's her name? What white Jenny and black, Mariah. Mariah. Black Mariah and White Jenny. That's it. Yeah. So that's the book of the week for next week. Pick that joint up. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will chat about it. If you got anything, and you know, also hit us up with a couple of tweets if you got some stuff that you think we should check out and just add to our pull list. We might not be able to talk about all of it. But if you have anything that you're really enjoying that you want to recommend to us, hit us up. Let us yeah. know. We've we've had the recommendation to watch Agents of Shield. Uh, and I appreciate people, you know, looking out for that. People want us to check that one out. We've also got a recommendation from uh, at the Dancing Panda to check out uh, X Men ninety three. I believe it is. Is it ninety two? Ninety two, I think. It's ninety two. Um, I've heard good things. It's a pretty crazy story. I enjoyed it during the Battle World stuff, the Secret mm-hmm. War stuff. Uh, I haven't been keeping up with any of the X books outside of old man Logan, to be honest with you. So I really appreciate those suggestions coming in. If there's one that you want us to talk about on the show, um, have a bunch of y'all tell us about it and maybe we will do that. In fact, in the meantime, I'm just going to be catching up on a lot of comics from a long time ago. I got, I got a stack running right now. Yeah. That's what happens, man. Yeah. Got to catch up. Dang. So that's going to be it for this week. Tell them where they can find you on the internet, Adam. You can find me online on Twitter and on Instagram at A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. That's at Adam Teteris. Um, I'm, uh, I've been doing this thing on Twitter where I can't seem to settle on my, my avatar, on my like photo. What do you mean? It's the same thing with just different color. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I just keep changing it. I'm like, find a new photo, find a different picture for a little while. It was just a picture of Ted Salas, which was, you know, 
everybody knows, Man-Thing, before he he mutated into the Swamp Monster Man-Thing. Of course. But then I knows. thought, oh, that's going to be confusing for people, so I should change it to a different thing. So if if you see my, like, chameleon properties and me just changing my face all up there, that's just regularly scheduled programming. I'm fine. I'm just going through an identity <laughs> crisis. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay? I'm just I'm struggling. Stop asking me. I told you I'm fine. I'm going to be okay. I'm not raising my voice. I'm just responding to you. (laughs) You're yelling. I'm yelling. We're both yelling right now. (laughs) Um, I had to say, I just had to get that out before the end of the episode. Excellent. I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Where can we find you online? You can find me episode 20, man. Yeah. Episode 20. (laughs) Looks like we made it. Episode 20. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. All the same thing at Octavia Say Newman, O C T A V I U S A N E W M A N. Hit me up there, holla at me. This podcast is a product of Bear Fruit. You can find Bear Fruit on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat at B3ARFRUIT, all the same thing. Check out barefruit.com, sign up for our newsletter, check out our store, check out our merchandise, or you can just go to shop.barefruit.com. If you like this podcast, leave us five stars and a positive comment on iTunes. We're going to read off those comments as they keep coming in, so please do so. You can also find this podcast on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Overcast, iTunes. Um, We're going to try to get on Google Play as well for the Android folks as well. You can keep this conversation going. Let us know what you thought of Black Panther number two. Let us know what you thought of Captain America Civil War. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you thought about this episode and anything else we talked about um, at Comic Book Junto and our kind of group hashtag that you can use kind of generically for everything is hashtag Comic Book Junto. That's right. Yeah. That's it. That's what we got. Hey, man, turn that six upside down. It's a nine now. Well, all right. <laughs> episode 20. We made it. Yeah, yeah. Didn't burn the building down. No, no, not yet. That'll come. That'll come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So that's all I got. You good? I'm good. We're good. All right. Let's get out of here. We love you guys. Until next Thursday. Peace. Peace. <laughs>